0: To Coffee Break with New York Wiki. I'm your host, Julie Hockeiser Ilkovich. And today I'm here with Janine Liebird, who's the Chief Marketing and Communications Officer at BET Networks and a 2019 Matrix Award winner. Congratulations. Thank you. And thank you for being with us today, being here on the podcast. We're so happy to talk to you. Thank you for having me. Let's talk about coffee. Let's start talking (laughs) about coffee. So what is your coffee drink of
1: choice? Well, the funny thing is I don't drink coffee. Oh, man. No coffee. I am a tea drinker. Um, Anyone who knows me knows I drink several cups of tea a day. And I start most days off with an Earl Grey tea. Very good. And why Earl Grey? Um, you know, I love the bergamot flavor. I just love, you know, it's a little bit of caffeine, but it's yet kind of soothing and it has antioxidants that we need for our, you know, health. So it's soothing and healthy and starts off the day kind of in a cool, mellow kind of way. It's kind of great.
0: (laughs) Not the jolt of the craziness. It probably helps And by the way, I have
1: never described that to anyone (laughs) ever. You heard it here first. So (laughs) this this is is breaking news. This is breaking news. And do you
0: not like coffee or
1: just don't drink it? I just drink don't it? drink coffee. Yeah. I never had a taste for it. I always say to people, if you can get through college and you can get through, you know, the beginning of child-rearing years without <laughs> drinking it, you probably are not going to drink it. It's <laughs> so true. So it's so true. it wasn't my thing in either one of those stages, so.
0: I love it. And then just keep the, dr- the tea drinking throughout the day. Keeping yeah.
1: you mellow. Keeping you mellow. And then I mix it up a little green tea, a little okay. bit more antioxidants. Maybe. Very
0: healthy. We have it right here. Yeah, there
1: we go. <laughs> iced tea in the summer. Um, I'll definitely do some iced tea. In the okay, summer. absolutely.
0: I love talking about beverages. I, know. I just like it always gets us into a good mode, yes, and it's good. I'm learning a lot about you yeah. already. Mm-hmm. Well, you have had an amazing career, and thank you well, for being here today to talk to us about it. Yeah. Would love for you to share about your career path. So you know everything that happened, kind of from early experiences that may be related mm-hmm. through college, internships, jobs, and what brought you to this mm-hmm. position that you're in today.
1: Oh huh, wow! So let's see where to begin. I was like, that was a lot. Um, <laughs> I, I I I often say, you know, I kind of started off. Well, first, I really started off wanting to be an actress. I was like probably as a child that's what I thought I wanted to do and then I quickly shifted to hmm. like not so much and um, decided I would want to do a little something a little different and uh, I wanted to do public policy so I went oh, to wow. poly prep um, school in um, Bay Ridge Brooklyn and I went to Vassar College and I took a year uh, my junior year abroad um, at Spelman College in Atlanta Georgia and while I was there I really fell in love with the idea of um, urban planning Mm -hmm. and I decided to get my master's in public policy which I did here in New York at the New School for Social Research and I was really focused on this is what I want to do I want to understand public policy I want to you know make people's lives better I'm gonna be mayor of New York I want to do all these things and then um, a gentleman by the name of Mayor Giuliani beat Mayor Jenkins, and like you know, all good Democrats, we packed up our things and we moved to DC. And um, I had an opportunity to work for Donna Shalala, Department of Health and Human Services, which was fantastic, really learned so much. Um, And then I worked um, for a while at the White House um, while President Clinton was in office learned a ton there, um, and also learned a lot about the politics, which I didn't love as much as the policy. The the politics, Uh, the politics. Exactly. (laughs) And um, I was like, well, I don't know if I really, if this is the thing that I want to do, I became a little less passionate about it. Um, And how
0: many years are, at that point, like how many years have you been doing this So
1: this is about three years. So this is three years. So two years grad school, about three, three, four years um, in D.C., you know, kind of trying to figure out if this was my thing. Um, And while I was in grad school, I had done a ton of different um, internships, worked at a a number of different places and fellowships and all that kind of stuff. Um, So I kind of had an idea that I wanted to do something different. And and towards the end of um, working at the White House, I started to do a lot more work with um, the PR team. And kind of understanding, okay, we're announcing this policy today, so here's the press release. And, you know, I would work with them on the content and the fact checking and all of that. And I started to understand kind of the impact Mm -hmm. that media had on the policy and how important it was to get it conveyed correctly and what an exclusive meant. And, you know, so I was starting to understand that. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I want to be a newscaster. (laughs) So I started. uh, the one beautiful thing about working in the government is that you can have these flexible work schedules. So I would, every, fr- every other Friday, um, I could come to New York and I would um, call anyone who would take a meeting with me and say, you know, have an informational with them. Do you have 15 minutes? Do you have 20 minutes? Do you have, like, whatever you have, I'll come. Right, um, and you were just
0: talking to people in news, that's where you uh, were? Went- so
1: in news, and then I bumped into a gentleman who um, my now husband introduced me to, um, who was like, oh, strategic communications, you, that that's exactly, public policy background is just lines oh up, gosh, it's decision yeah. making, it's problem solving, it's understanding you know, how to address different audiences. Right. And I was like, oh, okay, tell me more. <laughs> so I was kind of <laughs> parallel. I'm interested. So I was kind of parallel pathing. Um, you know, we didn't have all of the technology, obviously, that we had now. So if I could find this around here somewhere, I had a little green book, and I would literally write, everybody's name that I would meet with um, and I had different connections like I went to Vassar and I was like can I have all the lists of people Great. that you know that work in media or television or communications and I literally went and just I would call I some of them are in this building to this day Oh my gosh, um, who wow. I would call and write and just like I was relentless and you just kept calling and I would just try to get a meeting I'm like I'm gonna be in New York on this day and this day and this day You know, <laughs> can I come meet with you and do you have 10 minutes and and for finally, um, through all those conversations, um, actually, interestingly, given the current news, um, one of the meetings I had was with Susan Zarinsky, who was a Vassar alum, and I met with her team, and um, they offered me a position at CBS, so, like, it was a, you know, very low-level position. It was a start, foot in the door, which right. I was super grateful that's for. A, I mean,
0: different industry, oh, different, like, no, oh, never no, it did was, it. Never did it. And were people... Receptive, Like, of all the people that you call, well calls, calls, yeah. maybe emailed? Before yeah, email, no, know. Uh, uh, no, there,
1: there was... <laughs> n- knock on the door? N- n- there was a lot of faxing. Did, okay. <laughs> there, was lot, there was a lot of faxing.
0: Faxing. <laughs> all the people you faxed. All the people I that word,
1: correct. Were they receptive? Like,
0: were they some, mostly... You know, some
1: were, because okay. I always try, you know, I always say you start with one, and then you get that, like, validator person. Right. To kind of help you get to the next step. Exactly. I'm calling because... Either FASTA sent me or like that right. third party validator, which was helpful to try yes. to figure out like that sympathy string. Right, <laughs> that makes you, you don't want to say no I to mean, me. and
0: you're <laughs> like your alma mater. I think this is for anyone. It's like yeah. it is a huge
1: resource. I always that I do tell not people always people do not use it. Yes. And like that's part of the reason why you went to that school. You, you um, Get the network. Like you they're available. Get the to network. You. They're, you know, available. And I'll flash forward to I ended up working for another great alum of FASTA, which I'll teasing him in, a minute. Um, which, <laughs> really? is, which, is, which is the pivotal part of the story. Um, so it was really exciting for me to, you know, get that offer. And then I was still kind of parallel pathing on the communications piece. Um, and so through, again, all of these conversations, I landed a position at Robinson-Lair Montgomery, mm-hmm. and which is now called Finsbury. And I was really intrigued with working um, at a comms firm. So mm-hmm. I was kind of back and forth and back and forth, and then I was moving to New York, and I looked at both of the salaries, and I was like, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> we all have to make hard decisions in life. This one, I think I know what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> and what was the role? So um, and uh, at CBS, it was like a junior producer, um, you know, so it was a starting producer um, role. At, at the comms team, I was able to make more of a lateral move, which okay. was great. Um, and because the transferable skills were you know, a little bit more transferable. Right, so right, that's right. always something, you know. when I'm talking to folks, it's like you have to make that decision. If you're super passionate about it, then you have to say, you know what, I'm gonna take a couple of right. knocks down how to do it, and, and I'm gonna take a knox, you know, couple of the knocks down and then you know, I'm gonna build myself up, which is a great path. Um, and or you know, if you're lucky, you can find something that you can you know, have more of a lateral transition. So I was lucky that that, that worked out. Um, so working at RLM was just a fantastic, you know, great leaders of the company, Kenny Lair, Linda Robinson, Walter Montgomery, just kind of like masterminds in the strategic communications world. And um, this was during uh, the internet boom. So uh, you know, I worked on clients like WebMD. Oh my gosh, in the early days, in the early days, <laughs> sitting there watching, you know, people with. Big ideas become like multimillionaires right. before your eyes while you're going public and all of that stuff. So that was, you know, fun. Um, it was around AOL, Time Warner merger. So a lot of the firm was working on that. And so while most of the firm was working on that, this other client came in that they were like, oh, why don't you? <laughs> the rejected you, client. You know, <laughs> this is cable TV. You should work oh on that. Ca- cable TV. And it was the launch of a network called Oxygen and uh, wow. they didn't have an internal PR person at the time, and Jerry Laybourne, and it was Tom Warner, Marcy Carsey, Karen Mandebach, oh and gosh. Oprah Winfrey, a you know. A few names, A few names, a few names, few names um, working with the team to launch this network. So kind of, you know, my first big client is Jerry Laybourne, wow. who obviously worked at Nickelodeon for many moons, um, and uh, was a Vassar alum. So here, Basswood takes another, you know, very important moment. Um, and isn't so, just
0: like automatic, like they automatically just kind of like like you. Yeah, it's if just you, like it
1: really, ha- you know, it's, it's like a bot. And she's such uh, at the time. I think she was on the board at the time also. Okay. So she's all she's not just an alum. She's like a super alum and <laughs> cares
0: about you know, that community like and, and fostering it. And, yeah, it. absolutely.
1: So, and that what was, was the a,
0: original programming for this network? Just out of curiosity. Oh, it was, it was
1: well, Candace Bergen. I I think it was called Candace Bergen's Pajama Party? Or was the Pajama Party a different show? But but there was a Pajama Party something, and there was a Candace Bergen show. I remember that very clear. It was – I'm going to have to go back in the files. I can't – I just remember – I'm going to look it up because now I'm just – I'm going to call James Anderson who worked with me on this. Um, You all know who you are. I'm going to make sure he listens to this podcast Um, because I called him out. But – yeah, it was, a, it was also, you know, reality programming wasn't, right. you know, so it was like a, come some sketch shows, um, you know, it was very much like, how can we create new content that's multi-platform? So one of the things that was exciting about working at Oxygen is that they were one of the original, like, we are building multi-platform content, which right. back then was really supremely innovative. Yeah, I'm And to of. be building that content all at the same time. Right. And as a result, the company grew from when I started there. There was probably 25 or 30 of us on 56th or 7th Street over here um, before we moved to Chelsea and then rapidly expanded. So that was just like the best of times watching kind of like a young company grow, um, you know, doing so many things at the same time, really being innovative, partnering with all the different teams. Um, and I learned everything I. You know, everything you need to know mm-hmm. at kindergarten. It was like everything you need to know about PR right. at, you know, Oxygen and RLM. And then having like this amazing team at RLM to work with. Um, so it was an amazing experience, um, wonderful leaders working with. And um, I was still obviously working at RLM, and an opportunity came to work here uh, with MTV Networks. Okay. And they were like, you know what, you should apply. I was like, <laughs> Who said you should apply? Your, um, my agency. Oh your boss, yeah, like your yeah, team. Yeah, wow. team. That's like,
0: such a great yeah, supportive. Yeah.
1: yeah, it was really great. there was they were a client as well. So they yeah. um M T V was a client of the firm and so they were aware that the position was open and they were like, You should, you know, you should try it. Wow. And I've kind of always been lucky to be a part of a culture that's not just about, you know, we're gonna Make you great and keep you here. Yeah, that's um, what I think is so interesting. Yeah, like, like, like part of this job is you know learn your skills and go out into the world right. and you know be an advocate for the company and just you know continue to grow and learn. Oh my
0: gosh! Yeah. So things have changed a little bit, <laughs> I'm sure, Sweet Sweet
1: <laughs> in terms
0: of the industry, the yeah. world, everything. And then, what was your kind of meteoric rise yeah. within the walls yeah. of? Um,
1: you know, I, I don't know that I would call it New York, but like, I, I love that you did. <laughs> it it feels just, just more trajectory it's to true. it than I would have ever put to it. Um, you know, again, I really feel like I have been so lucky to work with like the best leaders, best bosses. Like my boss's bosses have been amazing. Like you have to have that environment um, that makes you feel like, oh, I felt comfortable here. Like, I want right. to – and I want to deliver. Like, I don't want to just work because I'm supposed to work for these hours and then I'm going to go. Um, I want to feel – I want to feel something about the product that I'm working mm-hmm. on and the person that I'm working for. Um, so my um, – well, I was very excited about my Matrix Award. I was very excited to get my Gracie Award. Oh wow! Not to award drop. Um, no, you should award <laughs> drop if you win those um, awards. But I won that award with my boss that I had here, Carol Robinson. So it was really special to kind of get an award with your, you know, with my then boss. Um, so I, Carol Robinson, was then the head of MTV Networks Corporate Communications, and I worked with her. And, and what um, was on MTV
0: at this time. I don't want to date and, this, but I really love this Oh, like, no, I mean, it's in. just
1: very <laughs> funny. I mean, like, you know, we were there for world wardrobe malfunctions, you know, the whole Justin Timberlake. Like, that is man. how far back love that. we are going. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, that's just where we were. Um, it was a long time ago. It was a long, long, long time ago. I love that. Um, so, yeah, this was, you know, before the Jersey Shore was the Jersey Shore. I mean, like, it takes There was a time you. before I mean, Snooking. yeah, I mean, that, exa- so it was like the very, yeah, we were there for all, all, all of that. Um, yeah, gosh, that's taking me back. Okay, um, <laughs> so it was really fun, um, A, coming in to, you know, A, working at Oxygen and kind of being single brand focused, and then coming into uh, Viacom at the time with, a lot of different brands in the company and then right. at MTV Networks uh, working with bh one Nickelodeon and MTV. And then very quickly, there was a CBS merger that happened. And um, then we had TNN and CMT join the family. And then, then at that time, International's exploding. Like, there's so many things happening. Uh, we launched Logo at mm-hmm. that time, which was fantastic. Um, uh, and Just so much was happening at that time. So for me, I then started to learn all of these different brands. And you, you kind of were working like an agency within the company. Right. So like whenever there was like something happening at Nick, you kind of... Flash over there, or something happening over here. We were um, at the time, MTV's um, MTVI, um, their internet was what they were were thinking about spinning that off at the time. Oh, wow. Um, So we were working on that, and then we decided not to do that. So there was a lot of, um, you know, really innovation and just trying to figure out. It was such a crazy time um, as the internet was starting to grow and cable television was still. Big, right? Um, but how do you play in that space and stay relevant on all the different platforms? So that was that was that, and then it um, was a, like a couple years, uh, several, and <laughs> then uh, Carol's boss was a gentleman named Tom Freston, who another phenomenal leader, and he went to work uh, at the on 52 as we call it here, the okay. corporate floor uh, to run okay. mm-hmm. to run all of Viacom, and uh, Carol and I went. With him and worked um, at a Viacom corporate level, which was fantastic to understand earnings and understand mm. all of the host of things. Working with the board, right? Um, you know, just understanding. You know, there was corporate at MTV Networks corporate, but then there was a Viacom corporate, and understanding all the different filings and all the different things that it takes to um, keep a company. Mm, right. moving forward massive company. <laughs> massive company um so that was really um fantastic um and then when tom left there was a restructuring and um i kind of didn't know what i wanted to do so i the, again going back to just being grateful to work in a company they were like well look around i mean i you know i wish i, I was making it, it. <laughs> i mean I, you know like let's Amazing. Let's see. There's tons of different things, opportunities. Right. What are you What are you thinking? Um, so I did some dating internally, <laughs> which was fun.
0: <laughs> so what did you? Did they really they gave you the opportunity to go meet people, yeah. talk to them,
1: yeah. see, yeah. create so I, a job? Was that the idea? So it was or? kind of like I mean, you know what what's out here that right. that you've done a lot, you can work in a couple of different areas. There's a number of places where your talents would be needed. Go have some conversations, and then let's see where it lands. Okay. <laughs> amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. It's an amazing opportunity. But I think that's you know been one of the joys of working here. And I think what people are like, how have you been the same? Like nobody right. does that anymore. Um, well, same
0: kind of the same place, right? Yeah, kind of. But, 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 and, but exactly. Right. So there's
1: that part that we've been able to do a lot of different things. But really, just that openness of having and having the conversation. I think sometimes people get very like, should I say something? Should I just leave? The environment's changing. I should just bolt. Um, you know. The worst thing that had happened. You you share what you're feeling with you know people who you trust, mm-hmm. and they help you work it out. Right. And if you're gonna, gonna leave like,
0: anyway, yeah. I, I, is, if the worst case scenario is to leave. Exactly.
1: Have a conversation. What else is here? What are the opportunities? Um. You know. What do you see? So What does right. the company need? Like, right. what are what you're looking at the future? So, what does the company need to move forward? Um. And then, how can I be a part of mm-hmm. be a part of that? Um, so, in the interim of all those conversations I was having, I met Deborah Lee because at the time she's mo- meeting with uh, her new boss. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are developing a relationship because I'm on 52 and she's got her new boss on 52. Right. Or, you know, we started to work together a little bit in my Viacom capacity prior to that, and um, and she's very gracious. So, what are you doing? You know, what's next? What are you doing? What are you doing? You're staying here? You, what are you doing? I was like, I don't know. Just looking, right. she's like, well, you should come to BET. I was like, I don't know. She was like, you should come to BET. <laughs> I love it. Um, so we, she took me to lunch. Um, we sat down, I remember that I remember very clearly. We were at the Four Seasons Hotel. We sat down and had a great lunch. And um, she told me about what her vision was for BET and what she wanted to do and how she wanted to change the network. And she's building her team. Mm-hmm. And it's a great opportunity, and I said, Okay. <laughs> Amazing. That was easy. <laughs> that was easy. There's a few more steps in there, but that's the, the net net. That's a better story this way. Um so, great. so it was great. So it was really, really great. And, um, and, and how did you been, weigh
0: the options at that point of like coming here?
1: You know, it really was that, her vision. Yeah, It was her vision and it was the opportunity to lead a mm-hmm. department also. right? Because I had been a number two um, for a while. And I said, well, what what would it be like to be the number one? Like, I can do, I can do that. Um, and take on that out responsibility and manage team and um, and learn a new business and grow a new business mm-hmm. and to be able to have all those experiences and still be in the same company mm-hmm. was kind of like wow like this whole other job right and at the time they were based in DC so I was gonna ask that, yeah, yeah so I spent an inordinate amount of time on the train and you didn't um, move back to DC so no 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 so okay. they so the the what, what was interesting is I, Deb kind of seeing that there would be a gradual move to um, New York and plus the business was shifting so that, you know, being part of Viacom, they had just been acquired by Viacom not that much earlier. Um, so the business was really shifting to have more, they always had their ad sales team here, you know, they were purposeful about getting ex- new members of the team who were based in New York. So it was always kind of the idea was to stay here yeah. um, and build the team here and um, but was, what was fun, though, I loved being in D.C. Mm-hmm. Um, because that was part of what I loved. Right. Um, and so it kind of was this awesome full circle moment. And I um, also lead our corporate social responsibility. And I work closely with our government relations team. So all the people who I worked with on the Hill, so many of them are still there and working, you know, with different members of Congress. Right, so I was amazing. able to kind of like jump right back into my D.C. life, which has been which was fantastic because it's. I love DC, um, and be able to work on a a number of really incredible projects. Like over that time, the Smithsonian um, was being developed. So we were able to like do fundraisers and work with them from the ground floor. Um, So really being connected to a lot of things that were happening in in DC. And then obviously the election of, you know, a special someone, (laughs) (laughs) number 44.
0: (laughs) What a great, the, like to hear that whole story and like the culmination of it all tying
1: together. Like, I know. Every
0: element, and you probably don't
1: sit down often and say, yeah.
0: like, let me recount Let me recount tale. my
1: tale. <laughs> and it's certainly, you know, at the beginning, I would not not have been able to articulate anything <laughs> so, remotely like that. And
0: it, just think, thinking about that transition from politics almost to like oxygen. Uh-huh. Like that, you know, yeah. that, that's very different, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, they're both. Serious in their own way, yeah. but yeah. very different. Yeah. So, was it hard? And this is more of a question, especially for people who work in PR and communications mm-hmm. where you may work at different brands right. that are so different. Is it hard? And this special challenge to learn about the brands Mm -hmm. and kind of do you have any advice around that? Because that's a yeah, I mean,
1: what I always say is like if there's a brand that you really don't connect with, you probably shouldn't be working there. Like you have to have some level of connection Mm -hmm. um, so that you can feel kind of passionate about it. So for me, there, while on the face of it, it seems like there would be this gulf, but my focus was women and children. Right. So working at Oxygen. The focus was women. Right. Um, and you know, changing that narrative and what is that what does that mean? What is to have a, a space where women can tell their stories and be authentic and mm-hmm. be real and address issues and um, have conversation. So, you know, an evolution of policy, sorta, but you know, aligned in the same space. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, you can just follow that along to BET. I mean, I've right. always been focused on, you know, how can we improve outcomes. For African Americans, specifically African American women, um, and I've been able to, you know, work on so many important issues mm-hmm. um, from in this capacity um, as it relates to African American women. So, and partner with so many people right. like Planned Parenthood and a number of organizations that you know I was able to work with from a. Um, um, when I was on the nonprofit side and government side. So it's it's those relationships have served me well in this capacity. That's great. It's like everyone you've
0: ever met in your e- whole life. Everybody gets together. Called, yeah, everybody gets called, together. It's a big party at all times. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's great. So part of your current role, you know, you're you are leading initiatives as you discussed across so many different areas, mm-hmm. right? And, um, you know, what are some of the, you know, what are some of the kind of like day-to-day departments or tasks
1: yeah. almost that you're overseeing. Sure, sure. Um, you know, it changes so, so much, but right now, um, we're gearing up for BET Awards. Mm-hmm. So that's our our Super Bowl of entertainment. Um, June twenty third. I'm not Ooh. sure when this is gonna post, but June twenty third. Um if not watch a year. I was uh, saying if it's already <laughs> aired. If it's aired, <laughs> just watch rear. Um so right now yeah. we are gearing up for, you know, this building all of the strategy around how do you break through all of this clutter to remind people who do not watch things at a specific date or time to watch this at a specific date or time and that is very hard and that's still Um, the goal
0: you want people to watch I mean I'm learning a lot about TV too so you want people to watch it you want
1: people to watch it live Okay. Um, and that is challenging mm-hmm. because people are, uh, you know, we are a Netflix world. We want to watch things at two in the morning right. or whenever, and we want to watch it all together. Right. And we want to just <laughs> nobody to talk to us <laughs> except for the people who are on Twitter and the people we want to hear. Right. And right. that's it. Right. Um. So right now, easy to be exactly, a we're <laughs> focusing on announcing our big talent and coordinating with our producers and making sure we're telling a cohesive story across all platforms. So that means making sure that our social is connected with the press release is connected with the linear marketing which mm-hmm. is connected to um the talent um so that's kind of the you know with any pole of which we have several um you know any day could be filled with any of those machinations to get something out of the door um we are doing the same thing with shows so we're launching a new show called tails um, which is really fun it takes a song and kind of creates a story behind the song. So with Irv Lorenzo Gatti, so we have the first one that's coming out soon, so we're working on that and just pulling all of those pieces together, again, working with producers. Um, and then we're also working on something that's very new. It's a new initiative. It's called META. It's a Media Entertainment Technology Alliance, and mm-hmm. we're kicking it off just before the BT Awards, and we're convening a real wide collective of experts from a variety of fields. So from academicians like Khalil Mohammed at Harvard to Jim Shelton who um, worked for um, Mr. Obama to Queen Latifah um, to come together to really talk about how can we use these platforms mm-hmm. of media and technology and entertainer to focus on these issues how can we use them in a more collective, collaborative manner Um, to improve outcomes for African-Americans? And specifically looking at um, tech and STEM, um, uh, education and politics. Wow, with the election coming up in 2020. So literally, this list here is <laughs> we're looking at the list. You're looking at the list. You know, it's very who's, colorful. who's coming? <laughs> who do we need to call? What's who's locked. and it's a
0: conference or it's so? A it's a panel? day
1: long summit. Okay. Summit. It's a day long, day and a half. Amazing. Day and a half. We have Reverend Al Sharpton lined up. We have some great speakers. Wow, that are really exciting. So we are. Um, really incredible. really excited, excited so working closely with all all of the logistics of right. that and then kind of talking about how we want to execute talking about it and getting it out into the world so we're really excited about it um, and our new president Scott Mills this was his vision and um, so we're you know, help, helping him bring it to life That's
0: amazing. <laughs> So, there's so much going on <laughs> and it sounds really like in your role you're doing much more even than kind of just mm-hmm. what the title says mm-hmm. How do you manage your time?
1: Uh, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> um, you know, one, I am very much a delegator, so my mm-hmm. goal is to always have like a really great team. Who we're just being really smart about how we work um, because everyone likes to go home and have a relaxing right. and just a moment. Um, so, you know, sometimes this is just the crazy time. Like, this is the craziest time. So, yeah, this is gonna be not balanced. right? Um, <laughs> That's but, okay, right? Uh,
0: sometimes it's gonna be but, unbalanced yeah. and sometimes so, it's to be balanced. So, it's really, all...
1: part of it is just really like I am a list maker. Like, I have lists on lists on lists on lists of just making sure yeah. I have priorities. I'm like, this is today. This is after today. This is like, it's just, do you you, <laughs> do you, are you paper and pen? I am paper. I am paper and pen. Like, this is, I'm like gonna look at some live line. lists. Okay, live lists. we go. You know, we're gonna like, oh, we're like, this all these, this whole pile was there's all, there's a pile of lists here. here. So we're gonna so a pile of lists, and that's what we focus on. And then right do you on.
0: organize, I spend time I organizing my lists too. That's fine. I'm like,
1: this is all lists. All of this a whole notebook is just lists. It's just lists. Lists. And I, and I, she beautiful handwriting. you thank beautiful you very handwriting. Much. So I, um, I do a lot of writing. I, for me, also, of the art of writing helps me to remember it helps me to prioritize mm-hmm. and focus and when everything is on the computer for me that's just not optimal right um, because you just A want to Lift off, and I also like to be able to remember what I have to do and not have to always go to a device right, for right. every single thing. Because then also, um,
0: like, the thing I've realized recently, and I've actually been talking about this with friends, you pick up your device to do something work-related, and it, it derails uh, so bad. Ju- You're like, why am I here uh, yeah, what did an you, hour what, later like, on what, Instagram? Yeah,
1: well, exactly. What was I doing? <laughs> um, you know, and I'm very lucky to have an amazing assistant who is also very... Un, we have a we've worked together for thirteen years. So, like she understands like the rhythm of like mm-hmm. what the day should look like. Right. And you know, she'll schedule a half an hour. That's like nobody can talk to you. like Amazing. answer some emails, focus, like what are the most important things that you have to do? because typically I'll start work at like six o'clock. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, now start. <laughs> yeah. now it's, now, it's, now the day can begin. <laughs> let's, hit an, let's answer an email. I'm terrible with, emails i'm trying to get better i'm in you know rehab for not answering emails um so that that is the main thing and then i think also just when i I build in time i schedule time for myself like like a meeting yeah so i put my work so my workout time it is like a meeting on my calendar it is not movable it's not you know unless it's like super super important right um dire um but i schedule it like a meeting so like i know like every tuesday friday i'm going this is what I'm doing, and then every and then everyone else knows. Like, oh, right. you can't schedule that because she won't. You can schedule it, but she's not gonna be yeah. there. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> you
0: can put it in her calendar. Yeah, but like, yeah. she'll be there right after. Right. But it's <laughs> um, so. I mean, that is so important. I think one thing you said, like. That's always the advice, right? Like, schedule things in your calendar, but then hold yourself
1: accountable to yeah, yeah. them
0: also. That's 100. the hard part to do. Like, yeah. you can fill your calendar planning time, yeah. but then you let yourself get distracted yeah. or schedule. And you in have too. to
1: communicate to people also right. what, your, what your priorities are. You know, so I think we're so attuned, you know, to making sure we're so accommodating to people. And for the most part, that's what work is, of course. But at the same time, you are an, a human. Um, <laughs> you require certain things like water and food <laughs> and exercise exercise right. is Seriously. a basic right me- and yeah. that is something that we have to make more of our life because it helps our you know mental health as well which is super important so um yes. for me that helps put everything else you know in but, in a path that you know kind of makes some sense
0: yeah no it's and for me too like my i'm like you do not want to talk to me if i haven't had my yeah. workout <laughs> it's like people say that about their coffee i'm like me with my yeah. workout yeah. and it's interesting and i think you know trying to kind of make that Take that advice. I think, even if you have a job, like you probably have more control of your schedule. I have more control of my schedule. Like, I can schedule that time. But I think if you are like communicative, like even some of the people I work with, Mm -hmm. if they take time to do something, even if it's something personal, but I also know they're available, like you said, at 6 a.m. or at 10 Mm p.m., like, okay. great great do it right Right. like it's not gonna hurt i think it's like that over communication making things clear sharing your priorities is so Mm -hmm. important i don't think it's
1: part of you know but as business the kind of a new way to lead and Mm -hmm. businesses have to be more cognizant of that in all levels it's like people have lots of um competition for their time and so i think also as the labor force starts to change um younger people certainly have a different um, expectation of what right. a, a good workplace looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, and so not uh, making sure that you've allowed for people to have some of this kind of daily freedom, um, you know, is that your your own peril, right. I would suggest. But. <laughs> I think it's
0: good to point <sighs> out. That, you know, we're in, so we're in the BET offices, and they're so
1: cool and yeah. very
0: modern-looking and... And I know it, it sounds like you guys moved in
1: March. Uh, yeah, April, April okay.
0: 1st. So are there thoughts for you and the leadership team here, just kind of to coming from that last conversation, yeah. About the environment, about the workday, how things are evolving. That... Oh,
1: absolutely! And when, when we when we walk out, I'll show you some of the rooms. I mean, one of the things that I love the the most are some of the open spaces, um, so that it's much more collaborative. And the way we're seated, it's not like all the PR people are here and all the programming people here. There's a lot of mixture, oh, that's and cool. it's logical mixture, right. so that you have kind of programming and scheduling along with PR, along with programming. And so there's a lot of um, just organic conversation and discussion that happens that didn't That's happen great. in the way we were seated before which was basically because of the physical plant right. um, and so uh, a, a woman here who heads a design team Yetta banks really spent a lot of time kind of thinking about you know how can we make some of these swing spaces and where mm-hmm. and if you have open spaces where are the telephone rooms and so right. if you go through this whole building you'll see you know more open space but there's still time for space for if you need private mm-hmm. space or quiet time that there's telephone rooms there's a lot of pick up meeting spaces, mm-hmm. so it's not no, like, great. you know, I have to schedule a conference room, and da 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 da, da. Right. Um, You know, we have like four rooms over here where you can just be like, hey, come into this room, and let's like, just like, jam on this idea. Um, you know one that sound, looks like now it's becoming a performance base but that's another thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I'm like who's what is happening? Uh, yeah. Which is really cool so it's right. a room we call the Imagine Room because um, it says imagine on the uh, we can go in there. A yeah, bit. We're gonna that um, And uh, you know I think that that helps just people having conversation and, and it's been nice being back in the Viacom building. Right. I think that um, you know, as we, helps us all to feel more of one company so that we were kind of all spread out all over the place. And so uh, we were across the street at 1540 and um, the international team and different teams moved over. So because we were the biggest, we were the last one to uh, yeah. come over. And it's just, it's, um you know, there's definitely lots of creatures of habit things you can do around right. here. Our cafeteria is amazing. We just have great spaces. And I think it's really important, the physical plant yeah. um, helps people really feel like, oh, this company is taking value in me.
0: For um, sure. Yeah. And
1: they are they think that how I spend my day here is important.
0: It's huge. I mean, you know, it's hard and expensive obviously to renovate yeah. an office. So you walk into so many offices and they all look the same mm-hmm. and haven't been updated in, you know, forever and ever. And you're spending so much time yeah. here yeah. that it really is a talk about mental health. Yes, exactly.
1: Lots <laughs> of time. It's very cool.
0: It really, um, when we walked in, I was like, oh, this reminds me of, like, a WeWork or one of these co-working spaces ah, where they've done all this research, right, to perfect yeah. the workplace, which yeah. is essentially what those companies are doing now, like, even just the flow of people, like mm-hmm. you're saying, in the spaces, so it's really
1: cool. Yeah, no, nope. Icom's done an amazing, amazing, amazing job yeah. in doing that, and, you, and and then if you go to all the different floors, every floor is complete. one is one com- completely different from the next. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, you go to MTV's floor, it's totally MTV. You go to VH1, totally VH1. You go that's to Nick, awesome. totally Nick. Like, it's just every floor has this, like, really unique, it's kind of fun to just kind of Jump off right. on a random floor and be like, you can almost tell what network you're at. And guess the network the when you walk in. Network. That's a fun game. You can do that in the elevator back on your way. Come to the building, get in the elevator.
0: And what are some of your thoughts on just the work day and how it has evolved? Mm-hmm. Like, do you, especially for your team, is it kind of everyone's doing their thing? Probably most people are coming mm-hmm. to the office. It's not flexible
1: necessarily in that way but you know it's all evolving i mean i would say one great thing we also have um a great gym in the building um so there's workout classes and different meditation and yoga so there are you know and and i keep it very like if you your lunch time can be spent or whatever earlier in your day it's pretty flexible and obviously these devices are you know you know both evil and lovely right. you could be on your treadmill yeah. and
0: working <laughs> exactly
1: and because we have so many productions that are happening in atlanta in la um you know we're back in new york we're all over the place you know we just have to be flexible in kind mm-hmm. of how we're working and you know collaborative and um and time so the day kind of just goes as it goes I always tell people when it when they're, when it's quiet and you have a minute, like, take it. Right. Uh, That's right. Like, just take it. Like, take it. Because when right. it's not, it's not.
0: Right. And you're not going to have a moment. Yeah, yeah. You
1: will not have a moment. So well, it's
0: evolving. Yeah, it's just evolving so much. And it's like still so many things are built. Even just like childcare. care, yeah. things that are open for like the nine mm-hmm. to five office. And so oh, many yeah. of us are not working. Yeah. But it's good to hear from the top down when it's trickling down. That they get those priorities yeah, yeah. and how that's changing. Yeah, That's cool. So in your Matrix Award speech from this year, you yes. highlighted the importance and need for having more people of color in leadership positions and talking about specifically, mm-hmm. especially in the communications industry. So what are your thoughts on the actions that organizations, individuals should be taking mm-hmm. to kind of help this mission come mm-hmm. true?
1: Oh, I was just talking about that the <laughs> other day. <laughs> it, is, it is a topic I find I'm talking yeah. a lot more about these days. You know, I think, you know, we have to stop talking to ourselves. It's but, kind of like um, we've created this echo chamber of and this language around diversity and inclusion that sounds really awesome. And I'm a communicator, so I can do that all day long. Mm-hmm. And we've and we've moved the needle so that people know these things are important. Um, but they just don't know how to make it. Mm-hmm. And they don't know how to really make substantive changes because in the end, people are hiring people that look like them. Mm-hmm. Period. Um, and saying, we don't know where to find, you know. Right. XYZ, where do you that right. So I always laugh at that because, you know, working here, you're like, you can't ask me a job <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> in media and entertainment where I don't know a black or brown person who can do it. Like, right. you literally cannot name a job function. Like, mm-hmm try and name right. <laughs> are. it's like every, right. and, and we're just one company of course so um you know i think the question is who who and how are those connections made because i do understand that people are just not connected to the mm-hmm. right people so it's not so much that i just don't know anybody um and you're almost doing them the whole disservice when they say that right um the question is who and how can connect me to the widest range of people who are doing the best work mm-hmm. and in whatever field I'm in. And that's something that should be happening not when I'm looking for a job to fill, because then I'm on a time crunch because Right. Yeah. You know, Max is leaving and I got this order to fill and I'm just I'm you're hired because you're in front of me, I know you, I need right. to go. Now, if I'm looking for You know, I just want to understand who are the 10 best comms people out there. And I'm not even thinking about a job. Mm -hmm. And I am wanting to know who those people are. I want to be in dialogue with them. And that's a priority for me. That's how you start Mm -hmm. to develop real relationships, how you start to understand, you know, who's on your team, who's out there, who are the people you can call to find out who those people are. So what I always say is, and when I and I am just working with um, Adweek um, on their diversity inclusion, some of their diversity inclusion work. So I'm really excited oh, about that. Oh, awesome. that's And um, we were talking about this. It's like, how can we take some of the, let's say, people who are have the most power, and have a re- who are those connectors mm-hmm. that can sit. With them and say so it's not an adversarial thing because I think that's part of it, it just feels so adversarial right like, you're not doing this and you're not doing that and actually I don't think that that's always the case sometimes it's the case right but it's not always the case so what are the ways to come to some of the leaders of the company and start those, com- those conversations that's why I love the work of um, ad color like a Tiffany mm-hmm. Warren she's amazing so y- I, you can't come to her and say, I can't, like that's just crazy, that's just crazy town talk. <laughs> reality, um, it's right. just crazy town talk. So I love her approach, it's like working with companies, go, identifying yeah. you know who the people are in leadership positions, sitting down with them, having the conversations, bringing the agencies to the media brands and fostering that collaboration mm-hmm. and conversation so that again you're like here are all of the people and i think the by nature of the matrix award i mean mm-hmm. honoring being honored was a tremendous honor i mean i've watched it you know unfold in the paper for moon many right. many, many 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 years so i was just like oh my god um, but that uh, giving me that visibility and that mm-hmm. platform that's important diversity and inclusion work um, that is as important as anything else because what that is saying is, A, like, hey, here's, a, here's someone who you may not know mm-hmm. who's, you know, doing the work and excelling at it. Um, and, and we need to do more of that. Right. And we need to do more of that. And I think, you know, when you look at someone, you know, when you look at, like, the Matrix Awards and these kind of big events, it kind of puts everyone on an equal playing field. Right, right, right. And you kind of say, here are great, here's a great group mm-hmm. of women. Right, it's not speaking <laughs> uh, about you know, diversity. Th- yeah, it's yeah, that, it's like, this is just yeah. a, here's some great people. Such a great <laughs> right. And it's as simple as that. Mm-hmm. And you know, every organization, you know, this was the conversation with me, and, how, and they, I love that they're thinking about that. Like, how can we use our platform right. to highlight these leaders in the field to so give them the exposure so that you know, now you don't have to necessarily know the people. It's like, oh, I read this amazing article, or Mm -hmm. I saw this, or, you know, I'm using social media in new ways. So I I really feel that it's, um, you know, we're beyond talking, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, if you're not, you have to connect, you have to really be clear where the deficits are, Right. Um, have those honest conversations, and they're not always fun. But I think, you know, I always say to people, you know, it's not always, about you know that person not doing xyz this other you know they're really just living in the world that they've that they've lived in right and it's as simple as that and it takes a a little bit of energy to expand your world sometimes just because you're busy um you know it's as simple as that (laughs) um and i think if everyone kind of Looks at it from that perspective, it makes it more. The conversation is more enjoyable on both sides. Mm-hmm. You know, no one wants to be taken for t- to task um, for not necessarily doing you know what you perceive to be the right thing just right. because they don't. They're not. They not they do not have the same understanding. Right. Um, so I think that's that's part of the next step. I hope that wasn't too rambling. No, that was great. Uh-huh. I Even mean, as
0: you're talking, I'm like, it's so funny because sometimes there's just themes that come out of all the episodes of like mm-hmm. what the advice is, and it's networking. I mean, mm-hmm. essentially, right? Yeah, but just proactively networking yeah. so i find that also like when hiring especially as i like get older and mm-hmm. i want to hire let's say more junior positions mm-hmm. it's like i don't even know those people and so what i realized recently myself yeah. even for that just like i need to go out i need to con- it's basically yeah. like anyone just needs to constantly
1: be constantly. meeting people not constantly. like constantly
0: constantly and it's not you know networking and, and kind of to your point networking beyond your network yeah so, exactly like,
1: and being strategic about it, and I think aligning yourself with organizations and um, that are important. So I, I'm on the board of um, ColorCom, mm-hmm. and uh, that's another one where they do have some of our m- more of us seasoned executives. Um, but, you know, I get to meet and, and connect with that next generation of leaders, and that's the most important that's thing right. to me, to stay connected, Ada, just, you know know what's re- relevant and fresh, but also so that I'm like, oh, I know these four people if I need you know, a job position right. open or, or someone else does or just what's going on, or just get their opinion on something. And sometimes from a marketing perspective, it's like, uh, can you help me market this show? Like, using the organization to do that has been great. We h- work with them on screenings and stuff like that. Oh, cool. um, yeah. So there's a lot of different entry points um, when you're working with organizations. And there's so many amazing organizations I, doing so many amazing things. You know, you just need to be connected to a couple of different ones that hit a couple of different key areas for you. And there you go. Got to network. They got a (laughs) network. Well, it's true. And like even
0: joining an organization like New York Women in Communications, you go to an event and there are just women. I mean, usually mostly women, but of different ages, Mm -hmm. working in different areas. I think that does just kind of like you can speed up the networking. Yeah, (laughs) you you can just speed
1: it up. It gives you that that common, that common place. Right. Totally. We're gonna
0: ask you our classically annoying interview questions, Oh, okay, oh, yes. We're going to have a little fun, so we talked about some very important things. Yes, um, yes, yes. Which has been great. So these are questions that people are asking interviews, maybe you've asked an interview or you've been asked that you're just like, this is just an interview question. It's not (laughs) actually, you're not learning anything from this. So you can answer these honestly, or you can answer them how you think people should answer them. Okay. Okay, up to you. You can tell us what you're doing. Um, And so the first one is... Where do you see yourself
1: five years from now? Oh my gosh, on a beach, (laughs) hopefully, (laughs) very tan, very tan in the sunshine, (laughs) in the sun.
0: Maybe not the best answer if you're applying for a job where you. But you've given your time here. You want to tell them. You want to tell (laughs) them.
1: And that was just my very first, like, <laughs> I oh. like it. A- <laughs> I was like, I thought it was like a speed round. You're just like, oh, I mean. It's coming up. Um, I definitely see myself running a company. Mm-hmm. That's great. I love it. Um, and
0: what's, what has been the biggest obstacle you've had to overcome professionally?
1: Oh, um, the biggest obstacle is probably being too nice. Too nice. Is that your real answer? That's or is that my the answer real with, answer. You're very nice. That's a, You're that's very nice. kind. I, I, and, I, and I, and I it's a quality, but sometimes. I know, it's hard yeah. in business. Sometimes it can be. I know, yeah. it's mm. a hard balance to it's find. It's a hard balance. No one can teach you
0: yeah. the balance of nice to not nice. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure anyone's yeah. figured it out, actually. Yeah. Okay, so companies are asking these, like, crazy interview questions, right? Like the tech, a lot of tech companies will ask them, still unclear sometimes why, just a lot of times see how your brain works. So we bring our guests, these questions from different companies. Mm-hmm. This one's from Boston Consulting Group. Ooh, and it's, if you were a brand, what would be your motto? Oh God! Really just personal I, branding,
1: <laughs> personal branding. That's so good. <laughs> you can use um, it. I, I'm totally going to use it. <laughs> um, my brand motto, gosh, um, well, it actually kind of goes to my my matrix speech, which is to treat people the way you want to be treated. It's just really love my. It. It's just my motto. I love it. Simple.
0: <laughs> it's so. I mean, we could if everyone really followed your if motto, everyone
1: followed it. Really, would not be that complicated. It's really, yeah. It's especially really in, in the deep.
0: workplace. Uh, no, yeah, people do not really tend to. Think about it and focus. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. You're hired for this job Thank this, you. at Boston Consulting so Group. So excited! I hope that you enjoy your new, your new career, <laughs> my new job. So we have reached our lightning round. Okay. Are, this is where I'm okay, going to okay, okay, wait, wait, sit up a little bit. Okay, so here we go. Best job you've ever had. Oh, this one. Yeah, <laughs> I like. I always like that answer. Oh, it's really typically the answer That's the people one. I talk to.
1: Worst job you ever had. Oh, daycare. Um, I worked in a daycare center. It was not, it was good. not good. It was not like good. Like little bitty babies? Uh, they were like three, four. Oh, gosh. Like I, I wasn't prepared <laughs> for it, and I shouldn't have been doing it. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it <was> not, <laughs> the it parents was not, out there, that's yeah. what's happening at your daycare yeah, centers. It was not, it was not optimal. <laughs> not good. Not, not good. good. Not good.
0: What's the best career advice you've ever received?
1: Uh, be open and take risks. It's great. And
0: have you ever received a really truly bad piece of advice that you can think of?
1: Oh my goodness. A truly bad c I, oh, I can't think of a bad I can't think of a bad one. Not everyone gets bad advice. Yeah. But
0: sometimes when I ask that question, it's like
1: immediate someone's immediate. like, This is
0: the worst thing someone ever told me. <laughs> yeah, no, I
1: can't think of any like super bad advice. That's good. That's yeah. a good thing.
0: Yeah. That's a good thing. And
1: what's your most memorable office moment? My most memorable office moment, work moment. Yeah, like moment at the job. Moment at the job. Um, it would actually be that one over there. You can't see it, um, but we did a concert at the White House oh, I can called see it. "Love and Happiness." <laughs> oh my god! Um, and it was at the end of um, the Obamas' reign. <laughs> um, it was literally. It was. It was. Um, we did it at the White House right before the election. So it's like October, it aired after the election. And it was just the end of eight amazing years, and we took over. We spent like a week just hanging out in the White House. Oh my gosh. We, were, we, were producing, uh, we were producing the show. Um, and, you know, I had, you know, having had worked in the building, you know, many, many moons in a different capacity, obviously, um, and to be back in the building for this amazing celebration of the Obamas. And to bring all of this talent and just celebrate them, mm-hmm. um, and then to um, have it on our air, and you know, it was something that I had worked on for years, and partnered um, with um, Deesha Dyer at the White House to make it happen, and it just was the penultimate moment.
0: Oh my gosh, and what we're looking at is a picture of you with the Obamas. Yes. Yes.
1: <laughs> just- so <laughs> that's a beautiful a, picture. A beautiful picture. So,
0: amazing, yeah. amazing. Yeah. And who were who were the performers?
1: Oh my gosh. We had The Roots perform. Um yeah, it was great. We Usher performed. We had Jill Scott perform oh my gosh. common. We had New Edition. It just was really That's an amazing. Unbelievable night. Ah, oh, so that's very memorable. Yeah, it was I would very say. memorable. Very <laughs> memorable. There there are more, but that was that was that was at the top of the list. I, amazing! Amazing!
0: <laughs> a great answer. So we're going to wrap up, on our time oh, is well coming this to has an been end. So it's fun. fun. We're not quite quite done. I'll ask oh, you a little bit more, I don't but we going to go back to work. I know, right? <laughs> well, we can just sit and chat. We, we can, can record chat. it or not record it. Um, what are some of the things you are listening to, reading to, reading, watching right now? Sure.
1: Well, I I feel like I can I'm do all these visual. Yeah, I right love now. it. Visual. Um, our visual I aids. I started reading this. Um, It is Elaine Walteros' new book, More Than Enough, so we're really excited about that. Um, And I've I've come to this place where I have lots of friends writing really good books. I'm reading my friend Jodi Patterson's book. Actually, I I have hers on my Audible, um, The Bold World. um, Uh And it's just an amazing story about the transformation of her and her family. Um, She's featured right now in Gap ads all around the world. So cool! Very cool, I have the dopest friends. Um, I just finished Ava DuVernay's When They See Us, which is like the most um, impactful um, piece of work yeah. I've seen in a minute. And, um, you know, I think because, you know, I'm a native New Yorker. I'm from Brooklyn. Um, you know, I was in high school when all of that was happening. Um, and, you know, you realize that you only had one side of the story right. because you only had a limited Amount of information coming to you that was very curated and very specific, and you didn't know any of those things. And um, to ask the, the questions, right? That and you should just have the, been asked and
0: media. I mean, just the evolution of media the literally, evolution literally of one media. story is one. basically what you had. Sorry. I did read today that that is the most watched thing on Netflix every single day since wow. its launch has been of all time the most watched thing. Wow, yeah, so on Netflix, yeah, yeah. Everyone should watch it. Sounds everyone like everyone should. is watching it. Yeah, you exactly. watch it. It's it. it and is. it's changing I mean, the interesting thing about this, like it's such a special piece of media because from the film, like things have been happening and evolving in real life in the news and it's affecting people's it's, lives now. And yeah, it's, it's a really interesting story. It's yeah. really
1: really, 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 really phenomenal. So that's what, I've, that's what I've been up to, and then listening, I've been just listening to all the tracks of all the nominees for BET Awards, okay. so I know all the songs, like some of the songs I know, but I don't know who sings them, Right. so I have to make sure I got it all
0: correct. And look at a picture yeah. of Yeah, <laughs> <And laughs> to make
1: sure I got it all, I got it all set. What
0: will <laughs> you do the day of the BET Awards? What will you personally be doing oh, there? Oh, the Is it day? Crazy? it's a
1: crazy day. We, um... Have First things first, we have our red carpet. So it's a walkthrough with the team, making sure, checking our checkpoints and security, and security's a big, 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 big deal. Right. Um, making sure we've everyone is where they need to be, making sure everyone has the tickets so where the right people are seated in the right place. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, making sure all of our media partners are, have their platforms or everything is situated. And really, my job then is about the flow to make sure that there are no breaks in communication. So that every team is communicating with the other team and I'm kind of like the problem solver Mm -hmm. when like we can't figure, because everyone then is zeroed in on their lane. Like I'm focused on this, but what you're doing here might have an adverse uh, (laughs) impact (laughs) over here. (laughs) So I'm usually the, or or the, the hard decision has to be made so that that doesn't happen. So I'm typically just problem solving right. um, as I move through this space. And then it's a lot of hospitality. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have all of our top clients there. We're making sure that they're seeing their activations because um, we have our sponsors that we have want to make sure that they can see um, how we are executing their various um, priorities and initiatives during the show or on the red carpet. We also have the BT experience, which are the three days before. So we have our platinum um, purchase holders. So we create a whole experience for them. So my team makes sure they have the champagne and the food. And so I switch into hospitality gear, (laughs) make sure everybody has what they want. And then we have, you know, we have press who come. Mm -hmm. And so I remember like two years ago, it was 9,000 bajillion Mm -hmm. degrees and like the water was gone. So like literally I was the one who went and, you know, got the. More water and like you know like everyone it's like you're, you're like at Costco you're and just, like yeah I mean like you know you just have your sneakers on you're just running around just doing right. you know every, at that point it's like whatever needs right. to be done you're just doing. Um, you know, depending on which of our leadership is there, um, we've had Bob Backish come. We've, you know, so making sure that this, the entry points and getting them through the press line, and making sure everybody's connected with everybody. We're always, you know, getting that shot. What's the, what's your money shot? Mm-hmm. So we're on stand, I'm standing at the carpet like that's my money shot. Get some of <laughs> these people together quickly. Don't, get them down the carpet. So there's a lot Ooh. of this move right. <laughs> hand gestures and moving <laughs> um then you have to get your instagram moments on the carpet while course, no one's there. Right? so we do those at like 10 o'clock in the morning so it's always <laughs> like look there's nobody here and then you know flash forward a couple hours later um this year we'll be doing something different because we always have everybody coming to the carpet at the last minute so um this year we said you know what why don't we give them somewhere to go so like the, uh, get, yeah. come earlier and so we're building a potty tent at the end of our carpet, so we're Fine. very really excited about that. Something so we're always coming up with new things right. just to make um, the experience new, um, but also just kind of coming up so people feel good and mm-hmm. have fun. Um, so it's hot. We were like, it'll be an air-conditioned tent. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's coming up with ideas like that, um, and then you know just making sure they go off without a hitch. Amazing, and I like a wedding. that you. Every single year, <laughs> like,
0: every single year, you get your hands dirty. Oh, like, that's the yeah. lesson I like. That we all saw to learn. It's like oh, no matter yeah. who
1: you are, when oh, it's yeah. all hands on deck, and that's how you learn what needs to be done. Right. You can't. Fa- if I wasn't on the carpet and didn't see the congestion and figured out like what is going Why on here, is it, happening? it would never have occurred to me. Like, oh, this is we need some people are just standing here because they don't have anywhere. To, they right. want to just they want to be in the mix, but they don't want to go inside. So I'm like, okay, let's find a place for you to be in the mix, right. but off my Not carpet. Right. Please, please, my face. take it out of my. You're in my shot. You're in my oh, shot. Oh, that
0: sounds <laughs> so fun. Where
1: can people find you on social media? Where so do you like you to be So you can, um, I like to be, Instagram is my um, platform of choice. Great. I like it. Um, like all good people from Brooklyn, Brooklyn is in everything that we have. So um, <laughs> my, my handle is the abbreviation for Brooklyn, B-K-L-Y-N-J-D-L. So the abbreviation for Brooklyn and then my initials, Janine Danielle. B-K-L-Y-N-J-D-L. D-L. That Great. is correct. Oh, And I'm also on Twitter as Janine Library. I am not as prolific there, but I'm going to get my skills up. So, like, if I get a couple more followers, I'll, I'll try to get it together. She's but not. on Instagram, I'm I'm on. I'm, on, You're I'm there. On, okay, I'm there. we're going to. I'm there. We will follow you both places, and we will be prepared for the Twitter
0: arrival. Thank you. Thank I swear, you. like, what's the solution to personal social media manager management that's what i would like to know yeah. like i
1: <laughs> you know i always say like my my uh, i have two daughters i'm a 15 year old and a 13 year old the 13 year old is not on social media a, a TikTok, but i don't know i'm not Wait. gonna not count that <laughs> no. um so um i always say she follows me i have a lot of her friends that follow me um who are 15 to so young women and so i'm like if it's not appropriate for them to see yep. then it's then Great then strategy, right? Not a per- it shouldn't be on there. For it's work, for, for personal, like, it just shouldn't be on there. It's as simple as that. And, like, role. that's that's pretty much the whole thing. <laughs> it's just, if you don't have a daughter, just imagine that you did. And,
0: <laughs> and would you, you, would, would at you? you? At
1: and if she's sitting there. What, this, is, this is what I think about. Like, if she's sitting, you know, she's out with her friends, and she's watching me, and she's like,
0: like or her friends
1: are like. like did you oh, see what your, your mom my, did. Well, I should say sometimes I do do things just because I know it be <laughs> really really funny and that's slightly funny embarrassing. <laughs> um But they're all in good taste. Um, so so that's pretty much my you know my mantra. I always just say you know look our and I'm blessed to work in an industry where our job is to have fun. So right. you know you're gonna be out, you're gonna be part of and and you know. But I also try to make sure you see a balance. Like so here are the things that are fun and here are the things that are like just real work. Here are the things that are issues oriented mm-hmm. um here are the things that are more like here's what I want you to know from a marketing perspective here's what I want you to know from a personal perspective but I'm also very equal opportunity so you know I'll talk about Netflix or Oxygen or Essence or right. you know you know it's not just i BET be all the time um you know I try to focus on what's relevant um I focus a lot on health and wellness because I think that's really important so um you know I'll definitely post exercising videos and things that I think and as a result, and that's how I started my exercise. Watching a friend of mine transform oh, on social, wow. and I was like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Your body's changing, <laughs> and I want what you're having." I want it. What's uh, your exercise
0: of choice as our final motivation? So,
1: so I, I she has a great trainer. I was like, I want him <laughs> so, great. so that's what I've been using a <laughs> young man named Robert Brace he just is open about to open up a new studio in July cool. and it's been and it's just great and as a result like more and more people because people just it goes back to this idea of we were talking before about even diversity and inclusion although people like to be told what to do mm-hmm. you introduce them to someone who's amazing someone who can help change your life Nine times out of ten, people are like, "I'll do that." Like, it's easy. M two make easy. it easy. Like, think of how many trainers there must be in New York City. Oh my gosh! How right. on earth are you to just like one day wake up and be like, oh, "I'd like to find a trainer."
0: Like, it's too much work. Right. It's
1: like a house clean. Like anything. Like right. anything that you want of a great service, you want it best coming from someone who you highly regard. Right. Um, right. So, yeah. as an example, so I, I try to also promote. People who are doing, you know, really great things and making changes in people's lives, and so he's been amazing and works out with some my friends, my bosses. My, oh my you gosh, know, he's <laughs> d- he's t- you know, and then people who take a ball and run with it. Right, you gotta love that. Yeah.
0: He's your network trainer. Yeah, I he's was like, you know, the exactly.
1: He's training that everyone's gonna be. Look, we're gonna be living longer, right? So everybody's gotta be, gotta be, especially while we're working out this much. I mean, exactly. We gotta be healthy, healthy and strong.
0: Well, this was so fun well, talking to you. Well, this was great. Was thank amazing. you. amazing. Congratulations again on your Matrix thank Award. You very, very much. well deserved. Thank you. And thank you for taking the time and just giving us amazing advice. Oh, well, thank um, you. Well, I've, I learned a lot. I've learned a lot during this conversation. Um, and if you want to learn more about this podcast, you can follow New York Women in Communications at NYWICI on Twitter um, or NYWICI.org slash podcast. You can find all of our episodes there or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and you can find out when our next episode posts. Thanks so much to Janine and thanks for listening. You've been listening to Coffee Break with New York Wiki. I'm your host, Julie Hockheiser-Ilkovich. Thank you to the amazing team that works on this podcast. Chelsea Orcutt, Elizabeth Roberts, Chrisanne Griset, Mandy Carr, and Alex Fetter who wrote our original theme music. And thank you to everyone at New York Wiki who supports us, including but not limited to the team at Kellen, Deidre Wyeth, and June Price, who designed the show's logo and does all of our graphics. For more information about Coffee Break with New York Wiki, go to nywiki.org/podcast. That's nywici.org/podcast. Thanks for listening.